and welcome back to another episode of the Life of a Fashion Student podcast with me, your host, Christina Eng. It has been kind of a crazy, hectic morning setting up this whole podcast situation again because I haven't recorded a podcast episode since like October 6th and now it's, I don't even know what day it is, it's like November 17th, but Yeah, so I usually record these podcasts on my iMac, my big iMac that I plug in my microphone in and I can see my whole script and everything, but, you know, we were having some technical difficulties and my iMac wasn't working, so now I'm on my iPad and my Mac. So, yeah, anyway, sorry to start with all of my problems and to make you guys listen to all of that, but yeah, you guys are probably surprised to see a new episode from me given that I haven't uploaded anything since I said early October, I think it was. It's just been a crazy couple of weeks and just overall month. And I know I don't owe you guys any excuses or anything about why I haven't been posting or recording on here, but I just wanted to let y'all know that you have not been forgotten and I've really missed recording podcast episodes. But I think my body and mind was dealing with way too many things all at once and I definitely had to temporarily let something go in order to do the other things that were more urgent in my life. So with that being said, the main point is that I am back and I have so much to tell you guys about from my time away. I honestly don't even know the last time I gave you guys a life update on what's been happening with me and on my end. And so much has happened just within these past few weeks and this entire month. And we're like not even at the end of November yet. So there's definitely a lot to recap you guys on. So I'm just going to start with what went on on the last two weeks of October. Because again, I left you guys in early October and you haven't heard from me since then. So that's where I kind of left you guys hanging. If you're following with what's going on, in my life through my Instagram, you know that I went on a two-week all-expenses-paid work-slash-business trip around the country and I fully skipped two weeks of school in order to do so. If you're wondering where I got such an insane opportunity to travel with a company and even get paid to do that, it all started with a temporal that I was doing with this company a few weeks back in the city. So I was helping out in their New York City stores and Throughout that process, I got to meet all the people involved in that company and, you know, all of the important heads. So, yeah, they just pulled me aside one day and asked me if I'd be cool with coming with them on a two-week trip around the U.S. And, you know, when you're given that opportunity, how could you possibly say no? And I don't know, I feel like I've been personally manifesting travel experiences for so long. So definitely once this opportunity came around, it was like everything was finally falling into place and like you know, it was meant to be and like the universe was telling me to go on this trip. So of course I said yes and that's basically what my last two weeks of October look like. You know, traveling to 10 different cities within the United States and you know, all of the flights, all the rooms, all the food was covered. So it was truly an amazing experience just to like to say the least. I That's like the only words that can I, I can come up with to describe what those last two weeks were like. Um, 
And yeah, sorry, I was being so vague about the company that I was working with, but it's a men's suiting brand called Suit Supply, which I'm sure if I have any male listeners on this podcast, you guys would know the company or even some of you females. Um, it's kind of like Brooks Brothers, but a little bit more accessible. That's how I've been describing it to people who don't know what Suit Supply is. But yeah, I mean, I never pictured myself doing work with a menswear company, let alone one that was primarily tailored suits, because that just is so different from anything that I'm doing and the work that I'm doing. But it just seemed to happen and work out. And ever since that two-week trip has ended and my temporal has ended with them, I've been staying connected with them to see what's possible in terms of future opportunities, because I just really love the working environment that they created and... I mean, how cool would it be to travel for work in the future? So, you know, I'm definitely keeping my options open. And that's why I'm telling you guys to like never settle or think that you know what you want to do because then you can stumble upon something like I did and your whole trajectory, trajectory, I don't know how to say that word, can change completely. So definitely always keep your options open and never close your doors just because it's not something that you've done before or that you want to do. But yeah, that's what happened for the bulk of October. I remember literally coming back home one night before Halloween and because I literally came back the 29th and I was so jet lagged and tired from traveling for two weeks that I just literally passed out that entire Halloween. And it was hilarious because I had all these plans and ideas of costumes that I wanted to wear that weekend and go out with my friends and, you know, actually celebrate the first Halloween back from since the pandemic. But Obviously, all those plans fell through and I prioritized like my mental health and also like my physical health because throughout those two weeks of traveling, I wasn't getting any sleep at all. I was literally balancing my internship because I just started with the CFDA again and also schoolwork, catching up on that and thesis. So yeah, I know that I was taking on a lot, but I wanted to because it was just you. I didn't know if this experience was ever going to come again. So I definitely had to make the most of it. So that was October, but literally getting into November has also been just such a wild ride for me too. Um, So again, if you're following me on Instagram, you'll probably have already seen this, but on November 10th, I got to go to the 2021 CFDA Fashion Awards with, you know, my CFDA family. And for any of you who don't know what the CFDA Fashion Awards are, it's like one of the most coveted events in fashion where, you know, icons and designers are awarded from the CFDA Foundation. So it's like, I would say it's one of the more important events in fashion, like not like Met Gala level, but like a little under that. And it was a super A-list event consisting of like the biggest American designers in fashion and also just the biggest celebrities who were really making an impact and statement in fashion right now. Like Zendaya was there, Anya Taylor-Joy, I'm like literally forgetting, Emily Blunt, like everyone was there. Um, And for anyone who knows me personally, you know that I've been manifesting attending the CFDA Awards ever since I started interning for them in 2019. And actually, when I started interning for them a while back for the CFDA, it was like this known thing that the intern would be able to attend the awards. And, you know, it it was like it was said around the office and it was even said that they'd get to the interns would get to loan something from a designer to wear for that night because, you know, everyone dresses up for the occasion. So it was just something I'd always imagined and dreamt up since I first started in fashion. And unfortunately, since last year, COVID, you know, emerged and became really bad. The CFDA awards went online and they weren't doing a whole in-person ceremony. So I obviously couldn't go because there was no awards to go to. 
So a couple of weeks before the set date for this year's awards, I actually asked my boss if I was able to go and, you know, you know, might as well just like try it. The worst case that I could get was an answer was a no. So yeah, I tested my luck and he actually talked to the heads and I was ultimately able to help out at the awards and attend it myself. Needless to say, it was one of the most wildest experiences of my fashion career. And mind you, I've had plenty of pinch me moments in my journey, but this definitely took the cake in terms of me saying to myself like, wow, I'm really here. I really made it. And I mean, the CFDA, as they've always been to me, they they were just so amazing and so accommodating in how they offered to help me find a designer to wear that night, you know, but ultimately I wanted to show up and support one of my close friends designs and really show like emerging designers that night. So I wore my friend Grace Ling and I, it was just so nice to be able to show off her amazing work because so many and, you know, important and famous people in fashion were asking me who I was wearing and I was able to show them her profile and all that good stuff. But yeah, if you're curious about what I was wearing that night and how that night kind of played out and what I was doing, I have a whole Instagram highlight that I put together on my profile because it, it's not just for like for you guys, it was for me and to be able to look back at it you know, in the future at that moment in time. Um, yeah, it's just an, an incredible experience. So definitely did that for myself as well. So when I'm older, I can re-look on those memories and maybe I'll get to attend future CFDA awards and look back at my first one and be like, wow, I was such a baby and all that. But yeah, so it's there for you to peruse if you guys want to see my outfit because it was really amazing what my friend lent to me. Um, yeah, and lastly, if you didn't think my life could get any crazier, I just recently came back from a weekend trip in California with my girls and now this was solely a vacation that was planned between me and my friends so it wasn't like fashion or work related. We've just been working so hard in our final year that we found it necessary to find some kind of escape from it on the weekends. So yeah we were away in California from last Thursday to Monday of this week and this trip was honestly so necessary for me because I just needed to escape my life in New York City for a couple of days and just fully be on vacation because, you know, even though I was doing the CFDA awards and I was traveling for two weeks, it's been like very, it was been, it was so busy. It was work related or it was fashion related or it was like some kind of relation to doing work, not, and not fully enjoying it. So that's exactly what we did. The three of us, me and two other Parsons friends, we just unplugged for the entirety of the weekend and enjoyed a new place that we've never been to before. And I don't know if you guys are starting to notice this from everything that I've been saying, but I've just been really prioritizing not only specifically traveling a lot this year, but just being happy and finding happiness in other places as well. I've honestly been to more places this year than I think I've ever been to in my entire life, and that is certainly saying something. I'm even looking forward to more trips in the next upcoming months before the year ends, and it just makes me happy to be able to work hard on my career and jobs while also getting these opportunities to travel to new places and see the world and just be happy. Like, that's the most important thing. I can't even stress enough. But yeah, anyway, you guys, something I think you should all take from this is just to do more of the things that make you happy. And I know that sounds really cliche and oversaid, but the amount of people who acknowledge that fact but don't actually do it is way too common. We all know what we're passionate about and what makes us happy, but not very often do you see people actually doing those things. 
And it's different for everyone. I mean, lately for me, what's been making me super happy is traveling and focusing on networking. But for someone else, it could be entirely different and might have nothing to do with advancing in work or traveling at all. But yes, I digress um, on this subject or else we'll literally be here talking about it all day. And I really wanted to move into today's podcast episode, which as you guys can tell from the very ominous title, is about what's been going on lately and to tell you guys that I'm not really doing fashion design anymore. And you're probably like, okay, Christina, what does that mean? And what's changed and all that kind of stuff. Essentially, I'm still going for my bachelor's in fashion design as my major because, you know, that's where I started four years ago. And I mean, I'm almost done at this point. So I'm not going to change all of a sudden my major right now. But the reason I'm saying I'm not doing fashion design anymore is because I'm now pursuing a thesis project that is not involved in the making and iterative processes of design at all. So what does that mean? It means no more pattern making, no more croquis, no more illustrative sketches or flats and cads. I won't be doing any of that for my thesis project anymore. My entire thesis project is still going to be related to fashion in some way, but not at all to fashion design. And if you're wondering how I'm able to do this since I'm in a fashion school pursuing a fashion design degree, it's mostly has to do with the fact that I'm in a systems pathway in my final year and we're basically allowed the flexibility to pursue any project that we want outside of the realm of fashion design. So to give you guys an example, we're allowed to do like podcasts, like films, music videos, um, events, sense, which is something that someone in my class is working on. Um, And I just really like the flexibility to be able to interact with different mediums of fashion. It's literally so freeing and I'm so done with seeing everyone do like the conventional collections. I mean, there's like nothing wrong with that, but for me, it's just not what I want to do. And obviously you guys know, you know, because I keep talking about it a lot on this podcast and I feel like I keep presenting it in my social media as well, but I have you know, been slowly falling out of my passion for design. And again, as I said, I'm sure this isn't news to any of you because it's so evident in my podcast episodes when I talk about the kinds of experiences I'm doing and the kinds of experience I'm looking for in the industry now and everything like that. Falling out of fashion design has been kind of just this natural progression for me. It's not like there was any moment or any person that like forced it upon me or anything like that. It just, the internships and opportunities that I started to seek out were less and less related to design, and I started enjoying them so much more than my previous design internships, so that just showed me a whole new realm of the fashion industry that I didn't know existed, partly because my school and just, you know, school in general doesn't really expose us to a lot of those other parts that are available in the industry, And that is why I had to look for a lot of it myself through internships and just other outside extracurricular activities. So I can definitely understand how it can be hard to know about what else is offered in the industry if you're not actively looking for those opportunities elsewhere, which is the truth behind why a lot of people don't find success once they leave design school. And that's just the harsh reality of it. I learned over the past few years of being in design school That if your heart is not 100% in fashion design, then you're not going to find success in that sector because these people who are designing and creating massive brands out there are successful because they dedicate their lives to it. And I learned that, you know, the hard way that my heart wasn't in the full 100%, hence why I'm changing my thesis project so late in the game.
And people keep asking me like what I'm going to do now or what I want to do in the fashion industry if I'm not doing design. And the truth is, I don't know, which is okay. You know, so many people asking me and expecting me to have answers as to what my backup plan is. But the reality is I have no freaking clue about what I want to do now and I'm not even one bit stressed about it. Which if you had put me in this same scenario a couple of years back, I would have been completely overwhelmed and be anxiety ridden over not knowing where my future is going to lead me to. But now I'm just like me wasting time on being stressed about what I'm going to do after I graduate college is such a waste of time and energy because everything thus far has worked out pretty well for me. And I learned that the more that I just go with the flow, the more things are going to come to me that I never expected to come and eventually everything will work out for the better. I obviously didn't adopt this mindset overnight and I'm not expecting any of you to just suddenly wake up and be enlightened with confidence about your futures, but work towards it and train yourself to be accepting of things that are coming your way instead of worrying about the stuff that you have no control over. And a perfect example is, you know, me going on this two-week trip. I mean, went going on the two-week trip with um, Suit Supply, like a men's company that, you know, I had no interest in men's suits, even men's wear. I did not touch that area my entire design career and you know here I am going on this trip with a menswear company and maybe pursuing a career with them so you know I think something that has been a constant throughout my life which I haven't noticed even until really now is how I'm really big on not settling for anything in my life and that is something so important that I want to talk to you guys about because y'all know I'm big on the whole follow your dreams follow your passion motto I've literally been preaching that since day one, and it's practically the foundation that my podcast was built on. If you guys know my story from the very beginning, I went to an all-specialized STEM high school where everyone was on the path to become engineers, doctors, and scientists, and, you know, all of that kind of stuff. And I chose a different path and ended up being the only one from my school who graduated to go to an art school. So what did I do? I didn't let myself settle and be unhappy in an area that I was clearly not passionate about at all. You know, I was good in those fields and I had a good GPA while I was in high school, like pretty high enough and high enough, honestly, to probably get into some good academic schools for like chemistry or something. But I realized early on what I wanted to do and what I didn't want to do. And I didn't let myself settle for the path that was more conventional or practical. I guess you could kind of say that's what's happening now because I'm finding myself in the same position where I'm refusing to settle for less than anything than what I'm most passionate about. Even though I've gone through the motions of coming to Parsons and pursuing this fashion design degree at one of the top fashion design schools in the world and the fact that I've basically spent most of my adolescent life designing clothes, I'm still now choosing to go in a totally different direction for my thesis project and work on something unrelated to fashion design, just for the sole reason of me not liking fashion anymore, I mean design anymore. One of my peers in class the other day, her project is on advertising and she's doing something related to sense, which is another example of someone um, in my class who's not doing something related to fashion design. Um, And we had a feedback session with another class. So it was basically like students from another thesis class coming to give us feedback about our work. And we were in different groups, but my friend told me that someone from the other class told her that her idea wasn't even a real thesis idea. And that just infuriated me to hear because one, I guarantee if she said it to my project, I would have been in full breakdown mode and started crying in front of the entire group, which wouldn't have been 
great at all because I would have just given her more power to bring me down. But two, who is she to dictate what a real thesis idea is and isn't? And I'm going to be super candid with you guys right now and just say it as it is, but there are, what, hundreds of students at Parsons all designing clothes, all with the same intention of either starting their own brand or becoming a creative director of another brand. And I'm going to be really honest with y'all, only about the top 2% of them are actually going to make it in the industry. And that's not me shitting on them. That's just the nature of the industry and just how fast-paced and how much saturation there already is in fashion. So if anything, the people who are working towards more unconventional projects are the ones that are going to stand out from their peers because they're the ones that are going to be offering something different from, you know, the graduating class. But I digress. You know, maybe that was me just trying to justify my own work and what I'm doing and to, like, validate that not doing design is okay, but again, everyone's entitled to their own opinions. That's just the opinion that I have, and it's not to say that I'm not doing fashion design because it's too competitive and because I'm not going to be successful in it, but I just genuinely don't feel the passion in design anymore, so I'm not doing it. It's as simple as that, but anyway, I got super sidetracked from what I was saying before about not settling Um, And I've said this multiple times before, and I'll say it again, the pandemic has just showed me how, you know, short our time on this planet is. And with that being said, I want to spend every moment in this life doing what I want to do and what makes me happy immediately. I don't have any time to consider anything that is just going to be a stepping stone for the future because you truly don't know how long you have to accomplish what you want to do in your lifetime. That all probably sounds really depressing and sad and like, you guys are like, Christina, like, please just shut the hell up and stop saying that. But it's so true, you guys. Like, I mean, you hear all the sad shit on the news all the time. And if you're like, why would you put yourself doing something that you don't want to do? So yeah, that's just my two cents. But another instance of me not settling for things anymore that's coming to mind that just happened quite recently in like early November was that I actually declined my first full-time job offer. And to some of you, that may not sound like anything crazy, but for an undergraduate student who's still unsure about what she wants to do after college and to get a full-time job offer even before graduating with a highly competitive pay rate, it's a big deal to say the least. I'm sure a lot of you guys will know exactly whom I'm talking about um, because I've hinted at it multiple times on here, but in early August, I did get a full-time job offer from Abercrombie & Fitch. And November 1st was the last official day to either sign or decline the job offer. And obviously, I declined. I definitely remember mentioning it once or twice on here that I was thinking about declining it. But now I've actually declined it. Like, you know, clicked the button and signed off on everything. So it's very real now. It's not just me speculating about my decision. Um, Ultimately, I didn't want to settle for a job just because I got an early offer Ultimately, I didn't want to settle for a job just because I got an early offer and because the pay was good. And this was just another example of how I've really been pushing myself lately to go after the things that I really want in life. Um, And ultimately, I didn't see myself working for Abercrombie & Fitch right out of college. And I didn't see myself moving to Ohio for my future. So I just did the most reasonable thing and, you know, declined the offer. Now, I'm not saying that any of my peers who took the offer were settling or anything like that. I'm just saying that this role wasn't personally for me and I wanted something else out of my first job, whatever that might be. 
So you're all probably wondering, well, where does this lead me to now? And the thing is, nothing's really changed in terms of where I want to be in three to five years from now. I'm still obviously going to graduate Parsons with the same degree and in the same major that I'm in, fashion design. But one thing I'm sure of is that I want to live, breathe, and work in the fashion industry. And that is one thing that has always been a major constant in my life. Like design, like fashion design in general, okay, maybe it wasn't for me. But being in fashion is still definitely one of those things where I feel like I personally belong. And weirdly, I've met a lot of people who started in fashion and decided somewhere along the lines that fashion wasn't actually for them. And listen, I totally get it. It takes a certain person to really love the good and the bad that comes along with being in this industry. And that's why when people tell you and warn you that it's not all that people make it out to be, they're not entirely wrong. What you see on TV and in TV shows about the fashion industry and shit is not always the reality of it, especially when you're going to school and doing work related to fashion. And for me, it's like, I love this industry, but it's also all I've ever known. You know, because I'm going to school in fashion and because all of my past work experiences have been in fashion. So I'm super curious if I were to ever try and expand my experience in other industries, if I would find something I like better than fashion. But you know, right now in my life at least, I think I was, as cliche as it sounds, born to be in fashion. And kind of, I just feel like this is what I was meant to do. It's just one of those feelings where you realize that you know, it's your true calling and all that jazz. Um, I'm sure you guys have that feeling about something or an industry that you're in right now. Like it's something that you were meant to set out to do. I don't know if that made any sense, but yeah, I honestly just couldn't be any happier. And now I'm finally honest with myself and have decided to do my thesis project on something not related to design because honestly forcing myself and getting myself to like sketch drape and just design clothes again, was like giving me so much anxiety and so much stress and I just didn't love it anymore and it just became such a chore. So in the beginning of the semester, I was a little bit pressured, I think, to do a thesis on fashion design because I was a little afraid that my thesis project was going to be underwhelming. You know, everyone was going to graduate and have these like amazing, beautiful haute couture collections and I would come out with something not related to fashion. And so that idea was a little bit stressful for me, but you know, I started to see other people in my classes not doing design as well, and that kind of inspired me to go off and do what I actually wanted to do. So I know I've been super general about and vague about what my thesis project is going to be about, but it's because I don't really want to give it away on here. And I want to like talk to you guys more about the process of doing thesis and eventually reveal what I'm working on once it's like actually been concretely decided. So I'm super excited about what I'm doing for thesis right now. And all I can say is that it's related to this podcast. So if that gives you guys any hints as to what I'm going to be pursuing, then, you know, take it as it is. But anyway, thanks for listening to me ramble all throughout this episode about, you know, not being passionate about design anymore and just like what's been going on with me. I just really wanted to come on here and have a long update with what's been going on in my life because a lot's changed, obviously, and that will ultimately defect, not defect, affect the direction that this podcast is going to go in and the kind of content that is going to follow. As always, I want to thank you guys for tuning into this podcast and to hit that follow button if you're liking what you're hearing. If you have any ideas for future episodes, give me a DM on Instagram because I would love to hear them. 
I love you guys so much and see you soon on the next episode of the Life of a Fashion Student podcast.